Hello, and welcome to the Igniting Consciousness podcast, your place to be inspired and empowered to be the change you wish to see within yourself, your family, and the world around you. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, a chiropractor, a 3-5 manifester that does human design readings, a magnetic alignment coach, a cleanse to ascend coach, and a natural wellness mama. My desire is to share all of my learnings in a way that will align you toward radiant health and wellness. I know that a vibrant life expression requires a healthy mind, body, and spirit, so it is also my goal to elevate your awareness and knowledge of how to properly tend to each of these. You'll receive wisdom through educational teachings and interviews about health, living a vitalistic lifestyle, conscious parenting, universal truths, spirituality, manifestation, and human design. My hope is that with these episodes, you can be empowered to take action towards your health and overall wellness, which will create an attractive vortex energy for others to do the same. If we all ignite our consciousness, we can remember how to be the super conscious creators that we already are. So let's get to it and be that change today. Hello and welcome back to the Ignited Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Horine, and I'm coming back continuing this series on practicing natural hygiene, having your health aligned with nature's law or aligned with nature in general. We've already talked about eating your species-specific diet or the foods we were designed to eat, having sufficient and enjoying and maintaining and continuing having sufficient nutrition. And then we just recently in the last episode talked about having healthy water and proper hydration. Now we're gonna be talking about getting enough sunlight. Sunlight is necessary in all forms of life from humans to animals and plants. We know about plants from our basic science classes, photosynthesis, utilizing light to turn into energy. Light is energy in and of itself. It provides energy for the plant to grow from seed in the soil out into the plant that it becomes. And then the plant provides life for us as humans, life for animals. We as human beings, again, basic science stuff, we breathe out carbon dioxide, CO2, and breathe in oxygen. And we utilize the oxygen for our glycolysis, creating of glucose and creation of energy inside of us and how directly we work with plants who use sunlight and we also use sunlight as well because the plants then absorb the carbon dioxide, which is why we want to have plants, live plants in our household and other places to clear and cleanse the air and allow us to have more purification because so, they give off oxygen. How beautiful and symbiotic and synergistic that is, just talking about oxygenation and cleansing and clearing of the air and how we got into this just by me talking a little bit about sunlight, which plants utilize and how we directly are going to use the plants for that reason, let alone we eat the plants, which provide life. And then let alone we are human beings on planet earth where we go around the sun, the solar system, right? So being human beings, one thing that we have constant is gravity, and we've always had the sun being constant, of course, water and etc. But we're talking about sunlight right now. All forms of life require sunlight for energy, for healing, for regeneration, for growth, okay? So sunlight provides a full spectrum of colors. So you're like, whoa, where are you going with this? We're talking about sunlight. Why are you talking about colors in relation to sunlight? Well, because the full spectrum of colors is what the sun, light, 
provides versus darkness, which is the absence of light, right? And then, and it is completely blackened, dark, right? Light, we see bright. We think bright, white light. Sometimes you think golden, but there's a full spectrum of colors in there. And each and every one of those colors are healing in and of themselves. From the Roy G. Babe, what you think about with that, that's the acronym for the rainbow, in case you wanted to know the, the red, the orange, the yellow, the green, the indigo, the blue, well, the blue, the indigo, the violet, right? Which is Roy G. Babe is what we were taught in school to remember the colors of the rainbow, which gives us the full spectrum of colors. And there's way more colors out there that we are not even able to see as human beings on this planet. And that's a whole nother conversation. But getting back to the sunlight, all of the colors of the sunlight, the light gives off are healing for the various reasons. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. So let's go back with the basics of what we know about sunlight. Sunlight is required for energy. Sunlight is required to activate the cells within our body. We're aware of what the sunlight can do, the UVA, the UVB rays that it gives off. And we're led to believe to be afraid of sunlight. And here's why a lot of people because people think sunlight is causing cancer don't be out cover your head cover your face cover all of your body don't get too much sun let alone if we're going back culturally culturally it was believed that those that were out in the sun and had darker skin were the workers they weren't the elite they weren't the 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 so-called rich and the famous so to say so those that had more pure skin more white skin not colored because of the melanin that gets activated from the sunlight hitting the cells and activating that, releasing those hormones, which that then becomes a protective measurement for the skin. And that's, and that's, that's culturally, you know, we know culturally that those that think that they have pure white, everescent skin, right? Clean, like pure skin, that they aren't the workers. They're not the ones working outside, right? But then it has also then evolved in today's world. We're afraid of it because of cancer. So let's talk about that a little bit there. When we're talking about basic chemistry, alkaline acidity, you already know that a lot of the foods that you are consuming, that people are consuming are extremely acidic, animal products being one of those, obviously causing an inflammatory reaction in the body, a lot of acidity in the body and wreaking havoc, creating symptoms and disease in the body. So here's the thing. The sunlight is actually acidic. There is such thing as like, it, is, it can be just as quote dangerous as getting too much of it and not the right amount of it, um, and, or like not the right amount of it as getting too much. And then also just as dangerous, not getting enough of it. So the reality is the reason why people have associated that with being out in the sun, creating, you know, cysts, tumors, creating cancers on the body, melanomas, having to get them removed, etc., is because our bodies are already acidic to begin with from the foods that we're eating, the contaminants and things that we're drinking, the toxicities that we have inside of our body, that when we add the sunlight, which is actually acidic, but we are supposed to have the sunlight on our body for activation of all the cells and maintaining and providing energy and uh, yes, the nutrients, and then of course, allowing functionality of all the cells inside of our body. But the problem is, is because people are already too acidic, then they're adding the sunlight and they're getting out there in the wrong times of day for however many, you know, for however long. And then it's like acidity with acidity with acidity and see how that creates major toxicity and the body gets overwhelmed. And what it has to do is put out the fires. I've talked about in the other episodes, talking about the foods that we're eating 
and it has to start laying down calcification. And the calcification starts to form into cysts or tumors, and then it has encapsulations that can eventually turn into cancers. And yes, they can seemingly travel throughout the body. Cancer doesn't really travel. It seemingly travels throughout the body because you have 100 trillion cells in your body, and those cells are becoming toxified so much that those are becoming cancerous. Those are becoming cancerous and there's so many cells in your body that other cells start to get overwhelmed and overly toxified that they too start to turn into tumors and can turn into cancer. So that kind of answers a couple of questions in there. Cancer is not truly just traveling throughout the system. What's happening is there's a lot of other cells that are being so toxified from too much acidity happening inside of the body and nothing changing that it is starting to like whatever the worst areas are seemingly like whenever um, the most painful areas of your body or the weakest areas, the weakest cells in your body are the ones that are going to break down and the body smart as it is. And so intelligently and divinely designed as it is, is going to start to create these encapsulations to try to stop it from other cells also being messed up because it's trying to stop the toxifying sludge that is going throughout the body. So that's why people are worried about the sunlight and it causing cancer is because of the fact that the bodies are already super, super toxified. So they're not able to like readily absorb the, the energy and then the mineral, like literally the high photonic energy, light energy that sunlight provides for you because our body's not prepared and ready for it. And then we're going to see it on the skin and you'll see that come out in different areas of the weakest areas of the body. That's where you see it come out because you can, I mean, ask anybody, the melanoma can be shown on top of the head, on the face, on the nose, and various areas that are getting a lot, a lot of acidic sunlight in this case. So this is why it like, this is, and, and, and the, the fact that so many people are so acidic is why people can burn too easily. And what I can tell you as a redhead, for those that you know, don't know. I'm a redhead, okay, and I have light skin, and it's known that redheads, you know, they, they there's jokes going around that we're the daywalkers, right? That we're not supposed to see sunlight and stuff like that. And that was a thing back in the day that I had to hear as a redhead, um, and that their skin, our skin is sensitive, is what what's led to believe. And so we have to be careful being out in the sun because we have very sensitive skin, and we'll burn and we'll peel, and the whole process will happen of my body trying to regenerate the cells of my skin, right? Well, I'll tell you what, since I have been raw food vegan, majority raw food vegan, and not adding additional acidities through the acidic foods that I was eating, which was a bunch of animal products and cutting that out and the five main things that were fall to, to human existence as far as what we started doing with our foods, as I've talked about before, cutting that out. What I realized is that even without me being out and like getting like, constant exposure out in the sun, my skin, my body handles and accepts the sunlight for the life-giving, light-giving energy that it provides. And I'm a redhead. So for instance, since I've been eating this way and eating lots of fruits and vegetables that are already giving me high photonic energy because that's the way they, the, the, the plants grew and, and generated was through having photosynthesis with the light as I've been eating that way, I can go outside, like in the summertime, for instance, after having, being in Arkansas, after having 
however many months of not having as much sunlight and it being more dark and being cold and everything else, you would think that as soon as the sunlight comes, say in the springtime, as soon as I get out there, it's like, oh my gosh, you like to be really careful. My husband and I like to hike and be out in nature, which is a whole nother thing. It's all part of nature, being in nature, getting your feet on the ground, getting sunlight exposure and fresh air with the trees and all the plants and all the nature all around. But being outside, what my husband and I realized, which he has lighter skin as well. He's a, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, light skin as well. And we were out hiking and uh, we were hiking for, I mean, a lot longer than one would anticipate to be worried about sunlight. And we did not put any sunscreen on. That's carcinogenic. You have to specifically look for sunscreens. I'm going to get off on a little tangent here. You have to specifically look for sunscreens, if you're going to use it, that do not contain all these nasty chemicals and contaminants that are just leaching into your largest organ of your body, being your skin, which now you realize is actually acting as your third kidney to help detoxify and cleanse and purify the toxicity in your body or the acidity in your body. And now you're just covering it with this stuff to protect yourself from the sun. And that's just a whole other conversation. They have clean products out there. If you'd like to know about that, I can absolutely add links to clean products and different brands that I utilize. I'm sure there's many more out there because I've been on this clean toxin free as far as body products for a long time. But in this case, I didn't even put any on there. Like now, since I've been eating the way I eat, I haven't even been putting even the clean sunscreens on my body because I realize I don't need it. When I go out and I go hike for an hour, now if I was in direct sunlight, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna have a hat. I have the opportunity to have longer sleeves on that have like maybe UPF protection or whatever so that I can protect my skin. But otherwise I want to get out in the sunlight and expose my skin to it. And I did not get burned. I have not peeled. I have not had any of the burning reactions of what would happen being a redhead and light skinned. Neither has my husband. And a lot has to do with the fact that my body has been cleansed and purified. It's not totally clean, but it's a heck of a lot cleaner than what it was before. That if that was me, even just like two or three years ago, my body, I would have burned like that. And so that is my testament right there. Just as an example with light skinned people, sensitive skinned people that has been out hiking, enjoying it out in nature and not getting burned even after not having like done any type of true phototherapy in between time, but just purely by eating clean. So that way when the acidic light, it can actually provide the energy that it can provide for me, which is amazing. And so that being said, there's other ways. So there's, there's other concepts I want you to think about. We know how important the sunlight is to provide happiness, to provide joy, to activate those parts of our body that brings us just bliss and happiness and not the opposite of sick, suffering, fear, disease, darkness, right? Even though when I'm talking about alkaline and acidity, I'm like, oh, the light is acidic and darkness is actually alkaline. So while you're in the winter months and it's colder and you're not having as much of the sunlight, you're actually, it's actually alkalizing, alkalizing in and of itself. So it means it's actually purifying. So I'm going to go off on a little tangent, even though we're talking about sunlight, we're going to talk about the absence of sunlight for a moment here. You know how a lot of people are always prepared for flu season, right? Whatever season, whenever it gets cold outside, because we think the cold better go outside. Mama always said, you better go outside, put your coat on or you're going to get sick from the cold. It is not the temperature of the air that is making you sick. Think about what I just talked about with the sunlight. 
if you're acidic, you have a lot of acidities and we're continuing to put the acidities and toxins and that inside of our body, a lot of you unknowingly, but now for those of you watching and listening, you know otherwise, then guess what? The fact that the temperature is lowered and it is alkaline, the lack of the light is very alkaline, it will force your body into even more of a strong detoxification. And whenever you're detoxing, nose will run. Things will run out of your body from the ears, from the eyes, from the nose, sniffles. And we're like, ah, oh, we got a cold. And ah, now you're worried about whatever virus that hopped on you and did all this and that. No, your body is actually detoxing. And so what we do when we start taking all these over-the-counter medications or whatever prescriptive medications to try to stop our leaky nose, your body is now being stopped from doing what it naturally needs to be doing to get the toxicity out of your body. Wow, yeah, I know, light bulb effect happening right there. So it's not the cold that is causing you to be sick, it's the cold that is activating the detoxification process, which detoxing is always happening inside of the body through elimination, right? And the filtration and everything else, and some people get backed up, they can't detox, and that's what causes a lot of issues as we've already been talking about over and over. Like I'm, I'm going to keep talking about this. So we, the body's in a constant state of detox. How heavy or how well it'll go will be based on how much more alkaline is your body already, where your body is more cleaned out and more alkaline to not be hit so hard when it has different acidities brought in because it can cleanse through it and alkalize pretty nicely. But in the case of the cold, a lot of people are very, very acidic as it is already. And then let alone, it's that time of the year when we start doing, we think about all the sweet stuff. Here comes the cold and here comes like Halloween. We kick it off with Halloween, which you get a bunch of sugar, which is just pure acidity, no nutrition, nothing good about it. Like take away what it represents and everything else, but what we've done for marketing purposes. And now kids are going around getting a bunch of candy. And if you didn't have your kid getting candy, then all oh, you're, you're letting them, you're like, you're not letting them like live life. And you feel like you're just taking them away from the opportunities they have for being a kid. No, 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 no. That's just a bunch of acidity, let alone like we know what it does dental wise, which it's not truly the sugar that directly just creates the cavities. It's the sugar that's acidic that's causing your body to have to leach, leach minerals from your teeth and it breaks down your teeth and causes basically like degeneration of your teeth is what it is, okay? So here's a little more insight. Anyway, so we start with October where we have Halloween and then they get all these sugars and then we go right into November where it's like the pies, the this, the, all the fantastic stuff. And if you're not eating more raw using like dates and other like fruits that are, that are naturally sweet to get all the things that you want, but you're adding Fake sugar, fake sugar, aspartame is not any better, by the way. And you're like, oh, it's zero calories. It's good. No, aspartame is awful. It's a neurotoxin. Literally kills your brain cells, okay? And therefore, it's it's not doing any good inside the body. And then, of course, the regular processed sugar, which is no good at all. Not doing anything but creating addictions in the body and creating in more acidity. Fruits, natural fruits, natural natural sugars. Okay, even cane sugar, if it was broken down and not processed is better than that. Um, and then of course dates, and then you have um, 
was it tamarind or something like tamarind? There's all these other sweet things. I'm not getting off on a tangent here. So we go into November with all that. And then December where we're making all the cookies and everything else. And you see how it's just like sugar, sugar, sugar overload. And all of this is acidic. That's my purpose. And then let alone Thanksgiving, you're eating a fat turkey, right? Or maybe you're doing turducken or maybe you're doing ham or you're switching up. Either way, you're eating a bunch of animal products and a bunch of cooked stuff at that. I know there's tradition all around it. And I, and I, I totally get it. But we just have to decondition ourselves. You can still have tradition around creating more raw fruits and being more vegan and shifting our idea and a concept of what it means to be together and be in community and being healthy, truly eating healthfully as well. Okay, so I'm talking about that and then you go into December and like I said, the cookies and everything else and then let alone the milk and that, 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 all acidic. So you're like, oh, we're, it's that time of year we're gonna get sick. Well. Your body's already detoxifying heavily if you're in a cold environment because it's trying to push out all the, the acidity and that becomes very prevalent. And then now you also are eating in a continued way to keep up with traditions and everything else or addictions or whatever else it is because that's the way we've been programmed. That's really what's causing the sickness is the fact that in the sickness is really your body detoxifying and trying to get things out that it's having a hard time getting out or it's trying to do it really fast and we're not able to handle it and we clog it up and we plug it up by taking medications and everything else thinking something is wrong when your body's actually trying to work for you. Okay, so now that you know it's not the temperature that's making you sick. Sunlight isn't directly making you sick. It's the fact that you're already so acidic, you're getting more acidity and the body can't accept the sunlight for its life energy, providing energy that it can actually provide for people. So I want to go um, a little more into it. And then and how I talked about just a little bit ago, talking about how it affects you emotionally. We know in places where it just rains all the time, like Seattle, if you're talking about United States, uh, Washington and um, even Alaska, you don't get a lot of light. There's just like a whole, like what, half of the year, better half of the year, if not more that you don't get sunlight. And that's a whole nother conversation with the way of life is and how our body, we as human beings are very adaptive and how we adapt to the way that we need to live and how we need to eat based on circumstances, etc. But there's a lot of, of, of just anxiety, stress, and depression. You talk about, you hear about depression and like suicide rates are through the roof with places where they don't get a lot of sunlight. And so that is just a sign in of itself that we know how important sunlight is for our emotional and mental well-being as well, let alone the act of getting outside to get that natural sunlight requires you to go outside. <laughs> so get outside, get in nature, get that sunlight, get that high photonic energy activation in your body for your mental, chemical, and physiological well-being, Right? Ah, oh, gosh, so amazing what sunlight can do for you. Thing is, we also don't want to get too much because most people are already acidic. So we do need to watch the amount that we get. So it's important to get out, you know, for um, at least 15 minutes at a time, getting full spectrum. We really should be getting at least 70% of our bodies exposed to sunlight, really should be nearly naked getting sunlight exposure so you can activate all of that. And, and make sure your body can do all the functioning, the cellular processing that has to happen in your body. That usually doesn't happen. So it's important the timing of which you go out for 15 minutes, okay? If that means you have to lay out 15 minutes on the front or making sure you're rotating and you're doing that and then you're building up. Don't necessarily wanna go out and just be out on the, uh, on the river, or on the lakes and being in high 
high to the sun, which happens right about 12 and 2 o'clock, which is where the sun is at its highest spectrum right there. So it's going to have the highest amount of a, a, acidic, and I'm air quoting that, rays coming down on you. So it matters on the timing. So right up when you get up in the morning, it's really important. Sun gazing is a whole nother conversation too, of getting up in the morning and being able to look into the sun. That was known back in the day. They literally banned and did not allow people to look at the sun. Like, you can't tell me I can't go outside and look at the sun. I mean, it's not a thing right now. But back in the day, because all of the, the kings and the queens and the priestesses and the priests, and they all knew that it was powerful to be able to receive the energy. This is talking about sunlight in a whole other way, talking about it in an energetic way rather than just a physiological energy that it provides, but in a whole nother energy frequency way of being able to look into the sunlight so that way it can activate your third eye right here, your pineal gland, activating that third eye because our third eye gets calcified, our pineal gland gets calcified and that is your window into God, life force energy. That is your window into everything in connection with all that there is. When that gets calcified, through acidities, through toxicities happening in the body and building up, not being purified, not doing your fast. We know through all religions, they do fasts, fasts in different ways because they know that we need to cleanse and clear and purify our bodies in various ways, mentally, chemically, and physically, right? So sun gazing and activate that. So in the morning, looking at the sunlight, in the morning, going out for a walk, walking your dog. If you don't have a dog, just go out for a walk and get out in nature for a while so you can get that or toward the end of the day as the sun is starting to come down. So you know it's not going to be at the peak of the day and too high. So it's, it's quote, safer for you to go out even if you have a lot of acidities inside of your body to get the life-giving, light-giving energy that it provides for you. So for those that are in the areas where they don't get a lot of sunlight and you're like, what can I do? Well, there are products that you can purchase. And of course, there's tons of marketing stuff out there. But I know, for instance, and I'll put this in the show notes, there is a company out of Canada that has these UVB uh, sun spectrum lights. They do not tan your body, but they will activate your cells of your body and help you with make sure you're activating the hormone or vitamin D3, which is what we get from the natural sunlight, which is a whole nother thing I started talking about because vitamin D3 works with calcium, which works with resorption and mineralization of the bones and the tissues and the cells within your body. Sunlight is your most natural highest form of vitamin D3 that you can get. And you need D3 in order to absorb calcium and to utilize magnesium. As I was talking about, you have to look at everything as a holistic system because everything, all these components and constituents work together synergistically to transmutate and create harmony and life-giving energy and functionality in the body. So... For those that don't have that, you can use full spectrum UVB lighting. There's a company out of Canada, it's called Solar Systems, and there may be other ones, but I know for instance, we got this, um, my husband and I, he did all the research on it, so I'll probably have him on the podcast and we'll talk about that sometime if y'all would like that. And he, we ordered that, and so we have it, it goes up again, and it, it costs some money, but I'm just giving you one example where we stand in front of it, of course, cover your eyes because you don't want to stare right into this particular lighting because it's not that natural sun lighting. And even when I'm talking about sun gazing, I'll go back a little bit. doesn't mean to go out there and stare at it for minutes. Clearly you can't. Your eyes are going to be squinting. You have to work on that. That'll do be a whole nother episode and we'll talk about that about sun gazing, you need to build your way up to it. Don't just go out and start staring at the sun for any extensive period of time because you'll burn out your rods and your cones, the cells that help you see in your, in your eye and that can do damage. Because again, too much 
and especially too much too quickly is not good, okay? So I'm just giving you a little perspective and introduction into that. So utilizing the sunlight full spectrum, if you don't have the natural sunlight to go out and enjoy, or if it's during the months where you don't, don't have it, then being and standing in front of this light, like I said, it's not going to tan your skin, but it could burn you. It actually can burn you. Again, if you're standing in front of it for too long, literally all I needed to do was stand in front of it for a minute so I can get the appropriate amount of sunlight activation and vitamin D. And that's why I got it for. I got it so I can have high levels of vitamin D because I was while I was pregnant with my daughter and knowing during the times where it was winter here so we don't get a lot of sunlight, I wanted to make sure, and my husband wanted to make sure I was still getting sufficient levels of vitamin D. And so that is the next best. If it's not the natural sunlight, then it's getting these, these approved UVB light spectrums that are activating and utilized for vitamin D and D3. And here's the other thing, because it is what's needed for synergistically to create, um, you know, harmony inside the body and for functionality and everything. People also use this for skin breakouts, eczema, psoriasis, all these skin conditions. These types of photo or light therapies will heal your skin conditions. Now, remember, we also need to make sure we're eating good so we're not just adding to the acidity of why your skin is breaking out or being super dry, sloughing off and doing what it needs to. But this vitamin D3 is giving you the nutrient support that you need. And it's a hormone, the hormone support that you need for happiness too, for mental well-being. So we need vitamin D3 for mental well-being as well. It all works synergistically together. So you can utilize that. And I only was standing in front of it for about a minute, a minute on the front, a minute on the back, but I had to build my way up to it. I even used it with my baby, of course, protecting her eyes. And I did not do it as long. I only did it for 30 seconds with her. And then I would hold her so that way she can get it too. So that way we can make sure that her bilirubin was good. It was activating everything that needed to happen for her. So because of her coming out early, for those that want to hear my birth story, I can talk to you about that some other time. Or you can actually listen back to one of my previous episodes where I gave my in detail my whole birth story. Um, so my little one, it was helping to make sure that the bilirubin was fil like filtering out through her system by having vitamin D3 penetrating her skin and then helping her skin have the appropriate coloration that it needed. So whenever you don't have access to that, solar systems, solar systems, S-O-L-A-R systems with an S at the end.com is where I got this. Um, and then you can find out further details on there. I can give you a link in the show notes. When you don't have that, then liquid form, high quality vitamin D3. And if it doesn't require you to refrigerate it, it is not a high quality one. It needs to be required. It needs to be refrigerated in order for it to know, like you know that it's a high level, high potency vitamin D3 and quality D3 that you need. Um, again, if you want to look into that, I can provide some other um, information on that. So that has to do with the synergistic effects of if you don't have the sunlight, why you need to do these types of things. So just a little bit more about the color spectrum, because again, this can be a whole another episode talking about the color spectrum of light and color therapy. For those that don't know, we have at least seven main systems, well, not system, chakra systems, energetic systems in our body that are color coded. And they start from the root at the very bottom, which is just below your perineum there. It moves up into the sacrum above the perineum, just below your umbilical area, moving up into the solar plexus, moving up into the heart, into the throat, into the third eye, and into your crown chakra. Each of those have different colors. I will have to do this another episode on this because I don't want this episode on sunlight being too long. So I'll make a separate podcast episode talking about each of those chakras 
and how and why that relates to the colors and how colors are healing and how colors activate different systems, like different organs inside of your body, what they represent and how they are energetically connected. They are part of us, whether you want to say you believe it or not, the chakras are real. And whenever things get backed up, then we can go to different colors to activate those different chakras whenever they're not moving and flowing and being in harmony and synergistically working with the rest of the flow as it should. There are foods that are different colors, the Roji Bib, the coloration of the rainbow spectrum I was talking about, foods that will activate those different areas, activate those different chakras to wake it up, activate and to cleanse and purify and allow for full functionality as well. So it is so amazing when we start talking about phototherapy or light therapy and, and the different types and the wavelengths and the energy and the frequencies that it provides. But I wanted to give you a big broad brush perspective, first really coming in talking about what you thought I'd be talking about when it came to sunlight, and then also starting to incorporate a whole nother level of light and what that means to you as far as your body being vital full of abundance energy and energy that you can use not just for functionality but for enjoying and playing and bliss and having chemical mental and physiological health and well-being and vitality of your body i'm going to close it up on that make sure you're going out and getting your sunlight exposing your body where you can starting to change other elements of your lifestyle so that way you can just have and practice, not just to practice natural hygiene, but for you to have vitality. This is what's going to help you be healthful, full of wellness and being able to connect with source, divine, highest energy, purify, detoxify your body and just enjoy life on this planet. I love you all. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.